Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eduardo. He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Amen. Wow, what a joy it is. Amen. So we thank God so much for everything that he's doing. Reverend Paul and the wife, they send their love. Amen. One of the things that they said is that, Reverend Harold, you have a very powerful church. So you are powerful. Clap for yourself. Amen. So you have a very powerful church. Amen. Very receptive. Amen. Hallelujah. And it was shocked how many church workers gathered. Amen. And our lives will not be the same. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. But one thing that is for sure is that our labor in the Lord will never be in vain. Hallelujah. Tell the person sitting by you, your labor in the Lord will not be in vain. And tell them you are in a good place. Tell them since you are here, I see that you are a serious member. And over here, on Wednesday night, we chew serious bones. Amen. There are nice messages you preach on Sunday. Amen. Sunday when you come, hey, receive it, then you are jumping. When we come on Wednesdays, this is the building service. We build the church from here. This is where you learn to become a shepherd. This is where you learn that God is calling you. This is where you learn the thing that you need to move the church of God forward. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you are here, be ready for something that can change your life. Can I have an amen? Because God needs somebody to work for him. God is looking for somebody to do his work. Hallelujah. Amen. And we have been studying about shepherding. What it means to become a shepherd. And we are saying that a shepherd is just a loving, caring guide of the sheep. That if God is raising more people to come to join us, God is giving us sheep. God is giving us people into the church. Then God also needs people that can care for the sheep. Can I have an amen? Do you believe that when God is bringing forth people into the church, he requires people to rise up and to mature to take care of them? Can I have an amen? And it's a blessing. The church is scattered all across the world. But this church, by the grace of God, the church is moving forward. We have to have branches all over Kentucky. When many come to the saving knowledge of Christ, it is no longer a joke. It is no longer a joke. Everybody that encounters you must know about Jesus Christ. You and I will not be here. And the question will be what you did with your life. Because it is our works that would follow us. Yeah. Let us follow a good example of our prophet who is going. I mean, they just finished the crusade. Do you know where he is now? He is in what? Australia. Having camps. By the time you leave Australia and you pass through, by the time it's, it's time for him to come and have camp with us in America. It's amazing. Hallelujah. But I believe that God is doing something great. Can I have an amen? 
You'd have an amen. So today, still talking about the shepherd, I want to talk about the shepherd's heart or the pastor's heart. Hallelujah. How many of us here have a heart? <laughs> How many of us have a heart? If you don't have a heart, you're finished. <laughs> amen. What does your heart do? Help me. What does your heart do? So your heart pumps blood to the other part of the body. Amen. What else does the heart do? That it can pump. As it's pumping blood, it's also pumping oxygen. Which you need to survive. Can I have an amen? Pump has no oxygen, then you are dying. Because your cells will be deprived of oxygen. Oxygen, your cells will die. Hallelujah. And when your cells die, one of the things that is going to happen to you is that the whole body is going to die. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Amen. So I believe that last week we looked at the core areas for development for a shepherd. We began to look at the areas that every shepherd must develop. And then we mentioned a few things that a shepherd must develop the ability to fight. A shepherd, number two, we said a shepherd must develop what? Their conscience. Because your conscience is that still small voice that speaks to you. Anytime you're about to do something, your conscience speaks to you. And then we also talked about the fact that you must, a shepherd must also develop godliness. You must be godly. A shepherd must have a godly character. Can I have an amen? Even when nobody's watching, you must have a godly character. That is the only thing that will show that you are actually a true disciple of God. When you are godly, everything that you do is like God. Are you still here? We also said that you must have a spiritual pursuit. It means that you must focus on something that you want to do for the Lord. Everyone sitting here must have a spiritual pursuit. You can have an amen. That you become a strong Christian, you build churches. Most of us sitting here must desire to become pastors. And lady pastors. Because there is nothing higher than doing the work of God. Work of God. You are called a lay minister. Hallelujah. Are you still here or you have gone home? And God will look on it and God is going to magnify. You see, the way God will magnify the work that we do as lay ministers. God will give extra grace. Hallelujah. Because you know that all the time that you have is two hours. So within that two hours, he will give you an extra grace so that you can have the same effect and have the same impact. He says, shepherd must develop their gift. All you need is one gift. Australia, the, the, the theme for the camp is only one talent. One talent. You don't need much. You need only one talent. You need one ability. Knowing how to do something. And God can take it and God can expand it. I see the Lord expanding your talents. I see the Lord multiplying that one talent. When you use it effectively, God will multiply it. Don't joke with what you have. Sometimes even just the smile. You know, sometimes just the ideas that God brings. Don't joke with it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Then we also say that a shepherd must develop loyalty. Loyalty is important. The world requires loyalty. If you're not loyal to your workplace, they'll fire you. But when you come to church, you are not loyal. You, you still feel that God should show you mercy. God can also fire you. That's why I say, whatsoever you find yourself doing, doing it, do it as unto God. 
and not unto men. That is true loyalty. Whether somebody is looking at me or somebody is not looking at me, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Can I have an amen? amen? Come to church when you must come. Don't let anybody influence the way you serve God. Not your pastor, not anybody, but wholly be loyal to God and be loyal to the service of God. It is required in a steward. Every shepherd is required in you that you remain faithful. God has no use for you. You have missed the requirement. A requirement is something you must meet before you go to the next level. If you are not loyal, if God cannot depend on you, God cannot entrust you with much. Hallelujah. Answers that God also gives to you. Are you still here? We also talk that a shepherd or a pastor must develop the ability to be an example. And that yourself, be a good example. Good example in your own home. Hallelujah. Because if you cannot be a good example in your own home, you cannot be a good example to the body of Christ. Can I have an amen? So husbands, behave well. Wives, behave well. Yeah. Heard a story about one wife. Peppered the husband uh, when he got there. Hey, prophet. Hey, prophet. Saw the pastor. Hey, 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 hey. All that is fake. Yeah. God forgive them. They didn't come today. Send them the podcast. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you still here? Then we said also that you must develop an all-out attitude. Hallelujah. An all-out what? Attitude. An attitude that is like you are going all out for God. Not personally. Everyone that is sitting here, you know, you must, you, you must do the work of God as though your life depends on it. Hallelujah. Just say to the Lord and the wife that you gave me or the children that you gave me. Our children will turn out right. I say our children will turn out right. You do what you have to do for the Lord. As for the children, God will make sure that they turn out right. Commit them into the hands of the Lord and they will turn out right. Our children, I said our children will turn out right. No matter what will come their way, they will turn out right. They will choose God over everything else. That shall be our portion. Hallelujah. So let's move on today. We want to talk about a shepherd's heart. Hallelujah. That's chapter 36 in the book, Shepherding. I'll be bouncing all over the place. Amen. Actually, I want to get to flowing heart. One of the, the hearts a shepherd has is a heart that flows. But before we get to the flowing heart, I need to show you how a shepherd's heart must look like. So we are saying that a heart is like a pump. Amen. That pumps blood. It means that when your heart is corrupted, your heart can affect your entire being. Anything that you are doing for God and you allow corruption to enter your heart, you are done for. That's why when poison, when anybody gets poisoned into the blood and the, the heart begins to pump that, you are done for. It's going everywhere. They have to stop it. By putting the same thing in circulation again so that your heart can pump it everywhere. Is somebody still here or you have gone home? Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. It also talks about the fact that your heart is also at the center of the body. So in every man's ministry, in every shepherd's ministry, the center of it is your heart. That's what the Bible says that we should guard our heart diligently because out of our heart proceed everything. Are you still here? Hallelujah. 
So the heart will pump. The heart forms like your innermost core. It's your, like your innermost being. That's why when God said that, you shall worship the Lord, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. He was trying to say that you shall love the Lord your God with everything, the core of you. Everything that I have. It's not like you love. If, every time I tell my wife, if I love my wife more than I love God, I'm a big fool. Hey, Pastor, why are you saying that? Yes. If you love your spouse more than you love God, you're a big fool. Hallelujah. If you don't take care, the center of everybody's ministry, the core, it is the most essential part. That is your heart. It is the most choicest part. That is your heart. It's the most vital part. That is your heart. It is, the, it is the, that which, which interests and attracts attention. That is your heart. Do you know that it is after your heart stops that your hearing goes away? When your heart stops, like when somebody is about to die and then all that, that, that you know, they are breathing, you may, they may stop breathing, but the heart will still be pumping. Then when the heart stops to pump, that's when your hearing goes away. The last senses you lose before you die is your hearing. But whatever you say they can hear stops everything that you're doing has stopped. Hallelujah. But God is raising up shepherds who have a right heart. Who have a right heart. Hallelujah. Are you still here? It says that the word heart is translated from the Hebrew word uh, labab. Labab. L-A-B-A-B. Labab. And emphasizes the fact that the heart is the central part of the body. So the Hebrew translation of the heart, labab, says that the heart is the central part of the body. That is the core of the body. Hallelujah. And I pray that tonight God will open our eyes to see the importance of this heart. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Amen. So write these things down. To understanding what is the importance of a shepherd's heart. Write that one down. Importance of a shepherd's heart. Hallelujah. A shepherd's heart is important. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. I jump to chapter 38. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. Can you project it for us? Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. So why a shepherd's heart is important? Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. Amen? Is it coming? It says that keep the heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. The issues of this life, they come from the heart. That is why he's saying that word. Keep your heart with all diligence. What does it mean to be diligent about something? Pay particular attention. Be serious about guarding your heart. I must guard what comes into my heart. As a pastor, I must guard my heart. I should not allow you to offend me. Because if I keep offense in my heart, my heart will be corrupted and my ministry will die with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life because of what the strong admonition to guard it to guard it to protect the heart build a shield around the heart because bible says the offenses shall surely come but woe unto him through whom the offenses come you'll be offended is that the pastor's preaching can offend you it means that your spouse can offend you I say here that the very day you marry, you just purchase for yourself a personal offending machine. 
the day you married and you said I do, you just bought for yourself a personal offending machine because they would offend you. And when those offenses come, Bible says that guard your heart. Sometimes when we get offended, we just open our mouth and we let ourselves come and then we begin to say things. When those things come out of your mouth, those words cannot be retrieved. Tell the person sitting by you, guard your heart. Hey! He said, anything that is heavily guarded is important. The extent of security around a building reveals how sensitive and important it is. So when we admonish to guard our heart, it means that guarding our heart means that that heart, eh, that organ, that labab needs to be protected. If you don't protect it, you see, the devil can just enter your heart. You can be sitting in the church and the devil has entered your heart. A demon of unforgiveness can enter your heart. A demon of bitterness can enter your heart. Any type of demon can enter your heart. I said minus you. I said minus you. Hallelujah. So the extent of security tells you how important a thing is. So if Proverbs is saying that we should guard our hearts, it's a strong admonition. It means that the Bible is revealing to us how important our heart is. So just the fact that, Pastor this you are being admonished. Because everyone sitting here, listen, expect that your pastor can rebuke you. Yeah. I'll face you because the work that we are doing, it has to be facing and receiving and, you know, forgiving and we are moving through. Because some of us, you need to, you need hard leadership. If you don't have hard leadership, the work of God will not move forward. We should be able to change you and not have any problems. We should be able to tell you, Vince, you're not playing drums anymore. Now you are going to be transportation officer. Say that, ah, small drums have been playing. They say I shouldn't play drums again. What? Take your church. I'm going. Hallelujah. Keep heart with diligence, for out of this are all the issues. Hallelujah. So every time you pray, you, you must tell the Lord, the Lord, protect my heart. Protect my heart from evil. Protect my heart. Sometimes it is not you. But God Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you allow the devil to have access to your heart, the things you'll be saying. Is somebody still here? Tell the person, guard your heart. Other version says that above all else, guard your affections, for they influence everything else in your life. Your heart. It influences everything else in your heart. Because when it begins to pump, eh, if you are bitten by a snake, God forbid, and then the venom, the poison begins to go and is being pumped, it is not easy to stop it. If they don't rush you for, for medical you know, intervention, once the thing flows through the whole body, you are gone. That's why the heart is important. Number two, the second reason why your heart as a shepherd is important is because it is the source of all that you minister. Your heart, a pastor's heart or a shepherd's heart, is important because it's the source of all that he ministers. That's what I'm saying. That listen, don't sit here and feel that your pastor has something against you. Because I don't. Don't have that mind at all. It is not going to help me. Sister Sonny, if I have something against you and I really mean to have something against you, all my preaching will be centered with you, on you. 
my, meet, my messages will have initials like a certain lady called SV. One day, a certain woman, SV, from a, a country that starts with H. My whole message will be about you. But listen, God did not call us to do this. God called us to preach the pure gospel. Can I have an amen? Hallelujah. Are you still here? So it is out of it. It says that the same verse, Proverbs 4, 23. It says that keep your heart. Your heart is important because it is the source of all that you minister. It is this. It says that out of it comes the issues of life. That is why your pastor, when your pastor is preaching and he uses his personal life as an example or a window, it, it blesses you. Because out of the heart is the source of everything that I minister. You, you don't want to say anything about your life. We don't know whether you have a beloved or you don't have a beloved. We don't know whether, you know, it's like every time, I mean, there's a lot of mystery around your life. Hey! It's private. Out of your heart are all the issues of life. So a minister, a shepherd, your heart must not be corrupted. It must not be corrupted because it will affect the work that you are doing. Can I have an You are doing this work out of a pure heart. Hallelujah. When all is said and done, I want to hear that voice. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's what I'm interested in. I'm not interested in anything else. That is what I want to hear. So if God has called me to take the gospel out, that is what I will do. If God has called me to do this, that is what I pray for the grace that I can be able to do it. For you to align yourself. Is somebody here, you have gone home. Number three, the shepherd's heart is important because it is the source of all the issues and problems. People have problems, oh. Charlie, it's all in the heart. Hallelujah. Are you still here? We are using the same verse to do quite a bit. Amen. What's number one? The admonition to guard the heart tells you that the heart is important. Number two is what? Is the source of what? All that what you minister. Number three is what? Is the source of issues and problems. Hey! Most of the problems that we have emanate from the heart. You know, sometimes you are just there. You are just there. And maybe something you are seeing, it is not even bothering you. Then somebody draws your attention to it and you begin to look at it carefully and you allow the thing to enter your heart. That is it. All the problems and the issues, they emanate from the heart. Hallelujah. This is why problems must be solved at the heart level. Problems must be solved at the heart level. Husband and wife, you fought. Wake her up. Sit on the chair. Heart to heart. Solve the problem. Don't use text messages. There's a story about a husband and a wife. They were fighting. And the husband was supposed to go to work at 4 a.m. And then she left a note for the wife. That please wake me up at 3.45 a.m. Then 3.45 a.m. The wife got up and wrote, wake up, it is 3.45 a.m. <laughs> when the guy got up, it was like 7 a.m. He said, ah! Why did you not wake me? I said, I woke you up. You have not been talking to me for one week. 
you told me, wake me up when it's 3.45. I woke you up. When I up, I wrote it down. The same way you communicated with me, that is the same way I've communicated with you. Do these things happen? It's happening live in homes. Sleep. One is facing east, one is facing west. They lock your jaw. You are not talking. You are not eating the food. They put the food there. You come and you look at the food and because your heart is angry, you are so angry in your heart. Bro, you better forget about it and start eating the food. Quickly. Eat the food quickly. Swallow it. When you take one bite, you say, Lord, forgive me, but I'm eating this food. Hallelujah. That is why the problems continue endless. Listen, if you do something and then your pastor corrects you, good for you. Rebuke immediately. This thing that you did, 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 we have finished. We have moved on. You can feel that your pastor is somewhere. That's besides the thing so that I don't bottle things in. Melancholics. Yeah. If you're melancholic, you just bottle things in until you explode. Which is dangerous. Yeah. A melancholic wife always is that you, you become so bitter. You know? You become so bitter. You are moody. All the time you are moody. Something that your husband said. You are so moody and then your face has become somewhere. You are walking in the house. You are not laughing anymore. Relax. Relax. Life is not meant to be that difficult. You are spoiling your heart. You cannot be an effective minister. May the Lord cleanse our hearts. May the Lord heal our hearts. May the Lord deliver us. Hallelujah. This is a building church. Underground church. Can I have an amen? amen? Some husbands should bring offering and wives should bring mega offering because God is dialing numbers and fixing things. Things are being fixed. Number four. A shepherd's heart or a pastor's heart is important because it influences everything in his life. My heart influences everything. That is why the music that you listen to the type of music that you listen to, eh? it can make you or make you. Behind everything. Yeah. Evil spirits. Sold to the devil. Sold their soul to the souls to the devil. There are signs that they make. The sign of the devil. Love has come. Repent. Cannot. But you, you can't. Be a good example. Yeah. When you're having a function, you should not be playing unbeliever music. If a DJ comes and begins to play unbeliever music, you must fire the DJ right there and then appoint another person who can play gospel songs. Yes. Some people were about to meditate, but the A woke them up. Woe is he who put that alcohol before someone that they may drink and they may look on their nakedness. If you put alcohol for somebody, you are not drinking, but you are giving it to somebody. Woe unto you. It's a curse. Yeah, it's death. Woe unto him that giveth his neighbor drink. Alcohol. That putteth thy bottle to him and maketh him drunk also. That thou mayest look on their nakedness. You know what? The nakedness that when somebody is drunk, they lose their consciousness. They behave, they talk anyhow. It's looking on their nakedness. Bible says that woe. So why do you have alcohol in your thing? You say you are using it for decoration. Hey, why do you have this for decoration? I say, I say if it's decoration, I took it and I opened it and I poured it down the drain. As I was pouring it down the drain, he was watching me. He couldn't believe it. 
I want to take me to, I want to try that. So, Pastor, don't do this to me. And everything, there's a scripture about it. So, here you have gone home. Everything in your life is influenced by what is in your heart. Read your heart of unbeliever music. Hallelujah. He said, a new heart I'll give to you. He put a new spirit in you. I think it's Ezekiel 37, right? 36, 37, or 37, 36. Find it for us. I'll take away your stony heart, and I'll give you a heart of a flesh. See it. Amen. Are you still here? So that's number four. The heart is important because that is where life begins. Amen. Life begins right there. Your heart, that's where life begins. When your heart pumps, life comes to you. Hallelujah. Are you still here or you have gone home? Yeah, Ezekiel 36, 26. It says that a new heart also will I give you and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will, make, I, I will take away thy stony heart out of thy flesh and I will give you what? A heart of what? Flesh. Hallelujah. God takes away our stony heart, gives us a heart of flesh. He also puts his spirit in it. May God put his spirit in our hearts. Because out of it are the issues of life. I am what my heart says I am. Are you still here? Are you still here? Number five, we said what? It is important because life begins there. If your ministry is full of life, it is because your heart is full of life. Your heart is full of life. Show me somebody who has a very happy countenance and I'm telling you everything that they do, there is happiness. A moody person, everything that they do, even their choices in life is moody. How dark the whole room is, is very depressing. Yeah. Hey, am I dialing some numbers? Yeah. Yeah. Release light curtains. You know, let, let light come in. Light is nice. It's beautiful. That's why I'm always complaining about the light. Oh. Yeah. Light is important. What are you hiding? You come through. Open the windows. Nobody has even seen your window open before. Your car glasses is tainted. You don't want anybody to see. What are you doing in the car? That you know, it has to be tainted. Imagine a good message. Hallelujah. Life. Everything that you do, the life of the thing is the life that is in your heart. So when you see somebody doing something passionately, it's because they have a passion for it. It's because of the passion that they have. That is what brings the life. That is what brings the fuel. We must be a church that is lively. Amen. Husbands, be lively. Don't, don't become old too quickly. Ah, some of you at the age of 50, you have, you have turned yourself into grandpas. Be active. Are you still here? Number six. Do we still have time? Pastor's heart is important because it is an unknowable element. You cannot know your heart. You really cannot know your heart. You cannot know what is in your heart. Jeremiah 17 verse 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? The heart of an unsaved man 
is dead and desperately wicked. When somebody is unsaved, there is wickedness in their heart. That person is dead and desperately wicked. That person is a new creation. All things are passed away. Old, all things have become new. That newness causes you. It causes you. It causes you. It causes you. That newness causes you to be alive. Know what is in your heart. Because the spirit of the Lord that is in your heart, that is when, it's when somebody becomes saved. That is when your conscience becomes active. And when you're about to do something evil, the spirit of God ministers to you. Your intuition, you feel that it's not right. It is not anything. It's the spirit of the Lord. It's the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We do not even know our own heart. It is difficult to know what is in your own heart. How important it is to search your heart until you are sure. You know, as I'm saying that in this ministry, eh, let me tell you. People come to the ministry, they say that the Lord has called me, the Lord has called me, the Lord has called me. With time, you realize what is actually in their heart. Many people start churches. Church business is booming. For going to start a church is that the church has now become... It's a booming business. You have to be afraid. You have to be afraid. To be afraid. Even as you are sitting here, you are chopping God's money. You are chopping God's tithe. You don't pay your tithe. As you are sitting here, you don't pay your tithe. Even that one cry, it is a dangerous thing. I tell you, it's a blessing. Thank God for the leader he has given to us. A prophet published over 11 million books has not even earned a cent from it giving it out with the work of the ministry. Going to places to preach the gospel at our own cost. So believe it. Something great is happening for us. So our church is, is, you know, we have a lot of nationalities because as our bishop goes and we support him, we have a share in it. I'm telling you, things that comes to us naturally, things that happens in us because we are, we are connected. We are fully connected. Tell the person sitting by you today. Hey. Search me, O God. Psalm 139, verse 23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Search me, O Lord, and know my heart today. What? Try me, O Savior. See if there be some wicked ways in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. This is this should be your prayer every morning. If there be any wicked ways in me. Devising ways to pay them back. Tonight, repent. Tonight, repent. You cannot pay them back. Pay them with love. Can I have an amen? amen? That's why our Jesus was never a Chinese Jesus. Have you seen the Chinese Jesus? If you like, go go Chinese Jesus. When they were mocking at him on the cross, he just got down from the cross and he came to give the people some karate kicks and went back and crucified himself. Chinese Jesus. But our Jesus, he said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Are you still here? 
you cannot know your heart. Your heart is important. Number seven, your heart is important because it is a treasure box containing many good things. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 35, it says that a good man out of the good treasure of the heart. Your heart is a place of good treasure. Sometimes just being kind, being loving, you are giving that treasure out. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Then it says that an, an evil man out of the evil treasure brings out evil things. It means that the next thing we are saying that your, your heart is also a treasure box of evil things. Your heart can produce good things and your heart can also produce evil things. Pray that you can only give out good things. Are you still here? Out of it cometh evil things. Mark 7, 21 to 23. For from within, out of the heart of a man proceeded evil thoughts. Out of the heart proceeded what? Evil thoughts. Adulteries, fornication, murder, theft. It means that all these things that people do is that in the works of the flesh. The thing, it is not just from the mind though. It is coming from the heart. I have a deliverance session specifically for that. It is no longer superficial. Tense prayer to bring it out. Because the thing has already gone into circulation. Hallelujah. But I say minus you. I say minus you. Number seven was what? The pastor's heart is an, uh, uh, or the treasure's heart, is a treasure box containing many good things. Remember that Matthew 12, 25. And then number eight is what? The pastor's heart is what? An import, it's important because it is what? A source of many evil things. It can be good and it can be evil. And we said Mark 7, 21 to 23. Number nine. Ah. Giving number nine. Hey, huh? don't let your heart come out at me. Just take number nine. We have two more points, number nine and ten. Wow. To murder, wickedness, and all those. It's the things of your heart. So I can't stand them. You have allowed the thing to enter your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number nine. Oh God, I like that one. That my heart will be a place where Jehovah will dwell. Amen. 317, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That ye being rooted and grounded in love, that Christ will dwell in our hearts. Hallelujah. God has chosen to dwell in our hearts. This makes the heart important. If God is with you, he is in your heart. If God speaks to you, he speaks to your heart. This makes your heart a very important place. Open your heart to Jesus. Ensure that no one else is in your heart. Ensure that nothing else apart from Christ is in your heart. That's why I say that you know, money in itself is not evil. But it is the love of money. When money enters your heart... That is when it becomes the source of evil. Because out of the heart are all the issues. And so once the money, the love of money has entered your heart, give me $10 million to stop doing the work of God. And then you leave the thing that you are doing and then you say you are going somewhere else. 
Somebody should not offer instrumentalists, singers, and all those things. Somebody should not be, which is a, you know what, come to my church. When you come to my church, how much do they pay you here? Oh, they don't pay you anything. Come to my church. You know, we're going to pay, every time you play, we're going to give you $100 per one minute. One session that you are also following. Hey! We are ending. We have tried. What do you think? Mm. Revelations 3.20 Behold, I stand at the door and knock. What is the door? Is that not the door of your heart? Up, Let Jesus come in. When Jesus comes into your heart, it makes all the difference. Number 10. Right? Number 10 down. A shepherd's heart, a pastor's heart is important because it can be residence for demons. God can dwell. That's the same place, demons, you know. You know that demons in themselves. I was listening to a message that says that, you know, angels have bodies, right? Angels have bodies. We have wingless angels. They are angels that don't have wings. Jesus Christ rose from the grave and then, uh, what do you call it? Mary, they rose to the tomb and then they got there. They saw it was an angel of the Lord wearing white that was sitting there. And then also on their, on their way, they saw the angel who said, why are you seeking from, for the, uh, the living amongst the dead? That angel did not have wings. There are angels who do not have wings. And a lot of us here, God has assigned angels to us. And they have angels who have wings. But demons have nobody. Demons cannot dwell here unless they get the body of a person. And a lot of times, they like the heart of, of believers. You know why? Because if they enter the heart of an unbeliever who is already in the world, the people they are associating with, they are already for the devil. Be careful. You see, anytime somebody begins to speak and it sounds like poison to you, you must rebuke the person. You must rebuke them. As soon as you begin to talk, I see disloyal tendencies. Take it for granted. As soon as you begin to speak, yeah. As soon as you begin to, the way you are describing, especially people who come from other churches, and then as soon as they come from other churches and they begin to bash the pastor of that church. Oh, it has happened several times. They don't last. It's natural. So if you have come, just flow. Just be in the flow. Just, just be in the flow. I mean, if something did not go well on the other side, that's like, oh, pastor, you know, the way when you preach, I feel you are not like my other pastor. As soon as my antenna goes up, my antenna goes up as soon as you say something. Because there could be somebody. I mean, how many of you will say that? Oh, you know, not after Sunday, you realize that Asoma, your pastor, he doesn't even know how to preach. He's gone. He's going to be in Cuba by Friday. Can I have an amen? Yeah. That's why it is very easy. When the Satan wanted to actually stop Jesus Christ from fulfilling the command, he entered Peter. Peter was somebody who always vowed to stand by Jesus Christ. I'm guarding my heart. If I get instructions from above and I don't understand, I have a flowing heart. Yeah, I have a flowing heart. I need to flow. Because in the flowing, you begin to see that God graces you abundantly. Because it's not everything that you must understand. One of the things that, one of the important lessons I've learned in this life, eh, sometimes you do things. Because your father has told you to do it. And you don't need understanding. Some of us too, we have been called. 
I mean, the thing, no, it's not like some of these things we say to encourage because the thing is that if you will go, the Bible says, if you will go, these signs will follow them. Go. If you will go. Yeah. So our beginnings be small. Our latter end shall greatly increase. A day is going to come we will sit 5,000 people. Amen. It will not be in this location. We would have built our own church. Uh, Ultra modern. See that when they, they say that, shall we invite the, uh, the singing stars? They shoot from the floor like stars. Pew, pew, pew. And then they are on the stage. Yeah. It shall happen. I say it shall happen. Yeah, it shall happen. Hymn squad, yeah. When they say, shall we welcome the hymn squad? Some ultra modern organ will show up first. Then you see Mr. Andre sitting behind. Before the singing starts, they will shoot up. Then Google The puppet, it goes down the stage. Then it will flatten. When the time comes, they just push something. When it's time for him to come and minister again, because people will be lying all across the stage. It makes the heart very important. Matthew chapter 12, 43 to 45, and then we are ending. When an unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places because an unclean spirit, an evil spirit, needs a place of residence. Yeah. That is why when in Mark chapter 5, the madman of Gadara, when Jesus Christ was casting out the demons from the person, I mean, one man had 2,000 demons. They requested to go into the pigs. They need a body, so they requested pigs. So I pray tonight that you will not be that type of a vessel who allow demons to fill their heart. May your heart be pure. As a shepherd, may your heart be pure. May you have a flowing heart. May you have a discerning spirit. May you stand against every opportunity for Satan failing your heart. Because as long as you're on this earth, somebody will offend you. As long as you're on this earth, you encounter something. I mean, sometimes something small. Somebody says something and it chokes your heart. But still, Jesus is Lord. Somebody rise to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, clap for Jesus. A shepherd. Ask the Lord, ask the Lord, ask the Lord, ask the Lord. Acclame, 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 acclame. Muy poderoso, muy poderoso. Very powerful. Uh huh. Mucho podero. That's much power. Uh -huh. We are learning the languages. Lift up your hands and begin to thank God. Search me, O oh Lord, and know my heart today. Try me, O oh Savior, and know my thoughts, I pray, O oh Lord, see, see. be some wicked ways in me. Cleanse me. This is it. Sing it again. Cleanse me.
from every One more time, cleanse me from every sin. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Heavenly Father, we lift up our hearts to you, Lord. Tonight, your word has come. Just place your hand on your heart. Father, take away our stony heart. Take away our bitter heart. Take away our unforgiving hearts, Lord. And put your spirit in us. The spirit that will bring life to us, Lord. Let everyone hearing, O oh God, gathered in your presence, may we receive life into our hearts. Purify our hearts, O oh God. Give us a soft heart, Lord. My God, may our heart be your habitation. May it be a place where you will dwell. Every satanic forces and demonic powers that have already occupied our hearts, we approach them tonight. Let the love of God be shed abroad in our hearts. Let the presence of God abound in our hearts, Lord. Let your church be full, be full of, oh God, sincerity and pure hearts full of the love for God. Let it come to pass that we will never be the same. We give you honor and we give you praise. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Take our lives, let it be. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Ballarat Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.